Welcome to Radio Free Topag, where Arthur has taken interest in himself. I'm Arthur. I'm Donovan. What does that mean? That means that I am making some style choices. I am doing some shit with my style. Style choice number one. I was like, I spent my whole life jealous of women's light outerwear options. Uh, I always uh, coveted the cardigan. I was like, you know, like a long swishy sweater. I'm like, I think I would look really good in one of those, but I can't wear one of those because I'm a boy. Guess who got a fucking cardigan and has been rocking it all week? It's me. Hell yeah. That opens a lot of options too, especially in thrift stores. Cause I've got like some women's florals that look fucking rad. Oh, but yeah. half the time in the thrift store, it's all like 50 year old dad clothes in the fucking men's section. And it's like, what am I going to do with this? Nothing. Not you know a thing. What I'm saying? Style choice. Number two, check this shit out. I got my fucking ears pierced. Whoa. Yeah. I don't know about that one. Yeah. I'm rocking little, these little like fucking clear zirconia studs. I look fucking incredible. Hell yeah. Out here. Or, did you do them yourself? Did you go in someplace? Did you get shot with the gun? Uh, I went to the mall and did not get shot with the gun. There is, um, there's a little place. I'm going to plug them. It's in Tri-County Mall. It's called Body Jewel. And uh, they do like an actual like studio piercing with like a sterilized single-use needle. And uh, they're right across the way from the Claire's. So I feel like they're piercing at the Claire's. come come get your shit done here get it done right (laughs) are those the two are those the two uh style revolutions is there anything else um let's see what else the fuck did i do no that's it you set me up to do like a good one but i did oh wait no wait 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 nope 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 got my hair cut did that there we go that's right Got uh yeah. got the fucking man bun gone. It's expired by eight years, uh, and uh, it's gone. I, I I undid that. Rest in peace to the bun, but congrats on your style glow up, Arthur. That's right. We have uh, other good news besides Arthur looking sexy as fuck, folks. We've got uh, Aiden Arada with us in the studio. Woo-hoo! How's Hello. it going? Hi, it's good. How are you? I'm super. Did I say it right? Oh, yeah, Narada. It's good. The Arata yeah. part? Right on. Rhymes with frittata. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, right? I, w- I wish I had a name that rhymed with that so I could just say the word frittata more. That yeah, as much as pleasant. possible. It's important to be evocative of uh, frittata. <laughs> <laughs> well, Aiden, do you want to just, for the folks at home who do not know you, and I know a lot of people do because we got a lot of question box messages mm-hmm. And I got a lot of messages from uh, folks on Instagram excited we were having you on. So I think some of these are, are their questions. But for the folks not in the know, do you want to just kind of introduce yourself? Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Um, I'm Aiden. I am a content creator, internet person, writer, director. Um, and I'll say it. I'm a Claire's defender. I don't think anyone should oh. be piercing at Claire's. I respect your choices. But um, they are <laughs> super colorful. They've been around forever. And they're really easy to shoplift from, allegedly. Um, <laughs> I love them. That rules. That's the most important metric. Like That's a sign <laughs> of a very good store. And why Fargan Amazon should be taken down. Because not so easy to walk into the warehouse and, you know, nab a, a pack of a couple studs that look pretty good. Right? Awful. Yeah. This is why we must save brick and This is why capitalism is bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Well, so you, I, I feel like people kind of fail to distinguish this sometimes, but like you have a page where you make all of the content on there for yes. the most part, right? Yes. I, You're uh, an OC page. Hell yeah. Yeah, totally. I will very rarely post a random picture of an animal that I see on the internet. That's great. Um, wish I could make that, but, uh, yeah, but no, <laughs> everything, everything created, I make myself. Yeah. Um, for better or worse, I am responsible for all of that. <laughs> I think that's I think that's for better because it's it is a really like interesting medium that's kind of starting to I don't know like get more visibility. Um, and with people like making their own stuff, I, f- I mean that's fucking art. Whereas you know a fucking page that's just kind of reposting memes to get like likes and then sell the account, that's just kind of a grift. But I feel like to your average kind of internet person, like, they're just like, this is all memes. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. I mean, I think part of that is that we kind of are figuring out together what, like, a meme actually is or what content actually is. Because I feel like sometimes I don't really even make memes a lot of the time. Because it's like, like, does I think it has to be some level of, like, a format that's viral or that you're replicating, or it has to, like, include some level of, like, pop culture reference. Right. Like, it has to be subverting something that already exists in our cultural lexicon. And I don't always do that, which I guess just means I do design sometimes, but sometimes I do, and I'm like, it's all... I don't know, it also is, like, my personal page, so there's just, like, a lot of messiness <laughs> happening in there. A lot of... <laughs> this is, like, really good for me to be on this relationship advice show since clearly my boundaries are so bad. Um, (laughs) there's something good about that though if if you're a person who's comfortable with doing it you know i'm kind of somebody too i don't run a finsta i just shit post on my main account it's easier i want to put every pictures of my cat a stupid meme i found yeah like a picture of me with a haircut yeah I i just have so much respect for people who have the energy to have like multiple accounts and multiple like you know like venues to showcase their identities and i just like don't have that like i can only be one thing <laughs> at any given time and i also get tired really easily so i'm like i guess this is it like hope you like no, it right? yeah even switching between like we have a page for the podcast and i have my page and like i'll contact people to see if they want to come on the show but i forget which page i did it with i like i can't even handle the two accounts i i i don't understand how people do it. I, I definitely do just the one tab of things and then have it just be a fun mix. Cause I don't know. I think it's more interesting. That way. Yeah. Like why not, you know, just give everyone all of you all the time and let them <laughs> deal with that. <laughs> it's, exactly. it's horrible advice. That's horrible advice. I don't know about that. You heard it. You heard it here f- yeah. first folks. Official <laughs> advice from Aiden. We're really off to a great start. <laughs> Well, Sasa, how how long have you been doing this? What was your path to, you know, doing design, putting it on the internet, meme culture, all those things? How how did you kind of end up here? Oh gosh, um, well, I like studied poetry in school, actually. So you know, um, obviously, I was off to a really lucrative uh, career, and then just dropped that um, as a poet. And no, it's just like I mean, they're kind of the same thing <laughs> if you think about imagery and the relationship between like words and image and like conveying a message in a way that's like pithy and strange but um I don't know like I always like dicked around with art stuff and it's sort of like um I was you know I still am like a writer that's sort of my like 
other job slash creative outlet title. But, like, um, I don't know. Like, I think when you're a writer, it's, like, I always compare it to being, like, a sperm donor because you kind of just, like, jack off and then send it into the world and, like, you don't know what happens to the baby. (laughs) You know, like, you're not responsible for something once you put it out there and you don't know, like, if it's going to get well-received. If you get something published, it's going to take months, like, if not years to, like, see sort of a return on that. And it can feel really frustrating. And so, you know, creating content and memes is, like, such a low-pressure way to like interact with people in the moment and to sort of be like I can't be a perfectionist about this like it's going to be good and then it's out there and then it's just done and then we can like actually connect and have a conversation about it so um I think just looking for like some sort of creative outlet that like I could see some return on you know was is how I got into that um like most content creators I think I was also in like a depressive period in my life when I did that (laughs) like (laughs) Um, I was, like, working briefly at this, like, uh, like, marketing company, like, doing, like, social media professionally for a minute, and, like, they had, like, this big lunch with, like, all of, like, the, the guys who started it and all, like, the big, you know, the head honchos over there, and, like, my immediate boss was like, yeah, how'd you get into this? And everyone turns to me, and I'm just like, oh, god, yeah, I was just, like, really depressed, and I was like, no, <laughs> like, you're not supposed to say that offline, like, <laughs> so... You think at this point I would have a better uh, intro other than like depression and sperm donation, but I, you know, here we are. Like, <laughs> it's honest though, and I I appreciate that, especially in like super kind of stodgy corporate settings where people are, you know, you st- people start getting anxious about like what you can say and stuff. I uh, I appreciate somebody who can just drop the, yeah, man, I'm depressed, Bob. Yeah. But in a casual way, because it is casual, because fucking so many people are depressed. It's not like a crazy thing. It just sucks a lot. <laughs> totally. Totally. It's not a crazy thing. It just sucks a lot. Yeah. Like, wiser words, my friend. But yeah, and I think it's a really interesting. I don't know. It is really interesting to sort of navigate like, um, like more corporate or like professional jobs in that way. Like, and obviously, like, you know, some things like I don't think you should ever be like a bigot like don't say like shit that's like oppressive to other people ever but like it is really interesting when you get like you know when you're like asked to do a job or you're asked to like you know or like I get sent like samples and spawn con and stuff like that occasionally and it's such a funny thing because I'm always like wow like I I don't know if the person even like looked at my account but it is so um the idea that anyone would want me to influence anyone is like really questionable. <laughs> like, but again, I guess we're here. So like, on that note, let me give you advice. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, uh, I'm browsing, browsing your page right now. And I'm seeing a lot of, uh, really, uh, intellectually delicious content. Like, uh, what was the one about the male gaze? With the raccoon taking the cat food. Oh, yeah. Yeah, really interrupting my cry time at Wessels. Um. (laughs) Yeah, so, like, Um, uh, I imagine that a fair amount of that comes from your education. uh, And, you know, I get a good sense of your kind of political leanings through your memes. And uh, I wonder if, if any of these people wanting you to make sponsored content deliberated on that at all. Yeah. Um, that's a good question. And it's usually one, if if something is 
sponsored or like paid for, which I don't do that often. First of all, like I wouldn't do anything paid that I didn't inherently agree with that sort of sure. obviously. And that's pretty, you know, like, um, but also like on some level you have to like agree with like the ethos of the company or the product or like, I'm not out here trying to like sell fit tea. Like, but mm, like, right. um, you're not, you're not out here promo on like Trump university. Yeah, no, no, we're not like, yeah, <laughs> but like, you know, it's one of those things where you probably do need to water stuff down a little bit, but like, I don't know, there's like room to, yeah, I don't know. That's like a thing that I think about a lot in terms of like, what does it mean to be like, quote unquote, selling out versus, you know, we all live in a society, we live under capitalism. And sometimes it like irks me when, um, you know, accounts get, you know, other accounts can be like, oh, like this person like post like boosted something on their page or they did like a sponsored post and that's so sort of like not artsy and I'm like okay well that's just like letting me know that like your parents can pay for you to not have to do that so like <laughs> sure right yeah I don't, I don't know my guy like yeah like, god god forbid but I think monetizing your art is like uh you know I I feel ambivalent about that in all mediums and I don't know that the internet is that different you know it's just it's just another medium of art like musicians have been saying that about each other for centuries as far as I know um but yeah I feel that it's a wild west of late capitalism baby we're just living the slow apocalypse and trying not to perpetuate harm (laughs) yeah exactly it's like I, I would like to do like podcasting full time that's like the thing that I care about but on that path, it's like, well, at one point is like money going to start, you know what I mean? Am I going to start giving people advice eventually? Like, uh, the Clinton foundation's doing good work, folks. You can look for resources on their website. I, uh, yeah. you, you yeah. want to like progress. You want to be able to do this all the time, but you don't also want to like, want it to turn into something evil. Yeah. Right. Totally. And it's such a hard, and it's hard because so often the solution to that I found is you know, like, like crowdfunding or getting like, you know, and and then you sort of take out this corporate middleman. But the, like, when I'm doing that, I'm also like, well, I'm taking money like from my friends instead of like from a company. And I would much rather like scam a company than take money from my friends. Like, I think like, (laughs) I just want to be like an ethical scammer, basically. (laughs) Yeah. I, uh, I, I pray that our, uh, that our, promotional material anything that we do for another company will be similar to the McElroy's where for example Griffin will make <laughs> make the comparison between eating pussy and sounding like porky pig in the middle of an advertisement <laughs> <laughs> so it's like really going to be on your terms yeah <laughs> exactly yeah hell yeah hell yeah that's <laughs> the rule cool. that's the Robin Hood way <laughs> we, can get, we can get advertisers we agree with like snooze companies and Kratom. Yeah. yeah. Snooze, Kratom, sex toys. That's like our fucking go. goal. The trifecta. Yeah. God, I yeah. could. Something, sex toy companies love memers. I don't, I mean, I guess it must work because this has been going on for like years, but that is like a very uh, sort of like ubiquitous, like creator company relationship is for some reason right. sex toy companies want to like have people who create memes sponsor them and i don't know if it's just that like we're already doing a lot of like content about being horny and lonely or it's like we're already like i don't know like a lot of us are hot i guess <laughs> like obviously what could be hotter 
than sitting in front of Photoshop for 12 hours a day. <laughs> it's a very sexy career. Yeah, yeah. Have, have you had any have you had any sex toy companies reach out to you? Oh, yeah. And be like, oh, yeah, I've done a couple posts for them. Yeah, it's like... Was it cool? Like, yeah. Did, were, were you able to work with that pretty well? Were they cool to work with? Totally. So a lot of the people, I mean... The one that I specifically have worked, I got, I got some like free merch from one and then another one I actually like got, did like paid posts for them and they paid fairly and they also hire a lot of like, um, like queer memers and people of color and like they, they're very like giving a lot of employment opportunities, like not just to like sort of conventionally by Western standards, like skinny white girls. And so I think that's like... Yeah super important and like yeah like they seem to really want to like distribute the bag to creators in a way that i thought was pretty ethical um so yeah fuck that i can get behind it like who doesn't want to joke about being horny god (laughs) that's true plus there's like much more like joke potential there advertising a sex toy than there is with like a a mattress or some shit or like a toothbrush Those yeah, are the ones I yeah. always hear, at no. least on podcasts. Mattresses and toothbrushes, and I don't know, man. Oh, man, I'm, I have to cut this part, but I'm absolutely trying to scam a free <laughs> I'm going to be doing some, you're going to be seeing some, some <laughs> content from me, like, very soon, I think. Like, Damn. I really well, hope they don't you. hear this, yeah. Thank you for your grifting service keep with that. that. Keep no, that on the DL. Keep out the details or something, but yeah. I also that's that's a brave opportunity, and I, I fully I fully back it. Keep it on the DL because <laughs> I just really need a new. <laughs> 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 our, uh, our our lips are sealed on this one. Thank well, you. We have we got another question for you, which is our our traditional uh, guest question. In the spirit of a show about relationships, we got to ask you, Aiden, what is your most embarrassing dating or relationship story? Totally. Um, God, there are so, so many to choose from. Um, <laughs> I One that I think about a lot, though, just because it feels like one of those things that's like a message from the universe, but I don't know what the message is. Um, and maybe it'll become clear to me now or maybe on my deathbed. Who knows? But, like, I remember back, I used to live in New York, and this was sort of maybe, like, 2012 or 13, um, when, like, I think Tinder was kind of on its rise. Like, it had just started, and so, or was just sort of taking off as, like, there's this thing, and you just, like, order a date on it. Like, it just felt very, (laughs) like, you know, like, the way that you could, like, order a pizza. Like, it was, like, really chaotic. But, you know, I was also, like you know, in my early twenties and living in New York. So it was great. And my like first or second, um, Tinder date was with this dude and he's like, I'm an actor, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, all right, cool. Well, you're probably like professionally hot at least. So this will be great. (laughs) Like, um, you know, and I'm a writer, we can talk about art, I guess. And he's like, yeah, like I want to take you to like my favorite burger spot. And I'm like, cool, like let's do it. So we go and he's like, cool. It's like, we meet outside the subway and I'm like, where are we going? And he's like, oh, like, right here. And he points to, like, under the Marcy Z. And I don't know if you're familiar with Checkers. Um, yes. yes. <laughs> checkers Wait. is, like... A- rallies. It's rallies. They- yeah. Yeah. In New York, it's called Checkers. But uh-huh. same thing. Yeah. So it's, it's a very, like, D-grade burger chain. Like, it is, like, worse than McDonald's. Like, it's such a... Which, again, if that's your favorite thing awesome but i don't know that i would sell it 
on a first date as being no, like, this is like no, the best place, you know? And, and it's sort of, you know, the nice thing about it is that like everything there is like $1 and 30 cents. And so we're like in line at checkers. And I also like don't eat red meat uh, at this point in my life. So like, I kind of can't eat checkers, but like, you know, I'm also uh, trying just to here for the play and I'm trying to sort of figure out, well, I'm also trying to be like, huh, you don't really seem professionally hot. So I'm, I'm questions, <laughs> like, you know, I, yeah, like we're there. I, I already showed up, you know, so we're just trying to make the best of it. And also like, you know, I'm not going to like judge someone. I'm like, it's kind of classist to judge someone on their like preference of fast mm-hmm. food burgers. So we're here, we're in line. And he just turns <laughs> to me and he was like, oh, by the way, like, we're absolutely going Dutch. I'm not going to buy your food. And I'm Yo, like, okay. Which again a feminist i did not expect him to but making dying on that hill when the burger is a dollar and 30 cents is insane to me like just like really going out of your way to be like don't get any expectations about this and i'm like wow okay daddy warbucks sorry like (laughs) (laughs) you thought you were gonna get Um, chili on cheese on your fries right just getting plain ass fries right and we're sitting there and i get like my diet coke and my plain ass fries because i cannot eat the food there and like (laughs) and you're sitting and i'm like okay so you're an actor and he was like oh yeah like i'm in this infomercial for this back hair removal product i'm like (laughs) oh And he's like, yeah, like, I actually went to the casting call for a different product that removes adult acne, but then they saw my back, and they were like, cool, like, well, we need you for this product, too, and it's called No-No, and it's a back hair removal product. I'm like, okay, clearly this person hates me. I'm like, this person is a troll. Like, I don't, like, in in my little low self-esteem head, I'm like, wow, like, I must be so unattractive that this person saw me and decided to concoct this insane lie to try to get rid of me. So I'm like, cool. And I eat my fries and then I'm like, and he's like, well, do you want to like go do something? And I'm like, what? Like, what? Like, you hate me. Like, you're actively not enjoying spending time with me. Why are we doing this? And I'm like, oh yeah, like I got to go. And he's like, cool, I'll walk you back to like your apartment or wherever. And so we're sort of walking back and he's like, so like, how do you feel about like threesomes? Like, would you ever want to have one? And do you have any friends oh, that would be into it? So not only does he want to know if I like threesomes, but he's trying to get me to get one of my friends into it. It's not like this was something that he had lined up. Like he was just like, can you do all the work? And I'm like, it was just so chaotic and bad. And I'm like, I don't understand why this person is trying so hard to make me hate them. Like it's, it's hurtful to me. <laughs> like, and so we leave it at that. And that experience is what it is, except like two years later, I'm in a motel and I am watching late night SVU or whatever. Oh, and it no. goes to the commercials and he wasn't fucking lying. I saw the no, no commercial and it was him. <laughs> and he was the fucking star of the back removal infomercial. And it was all real. <laughs> Jesus. Potentially yeah. the two least sexy acting gigs there. Yeah, yeah, I and mean, he was really fighting for between them. <laughs> like, no. How'd you get your start in Hollywood? Well, you know, I had an acne problem, and I figured I'd get one of those roles. And then uh, casting spotted me and said, you'd be great for the back hair guy, too. <laughs> right? I just feel like that's such a good universal lesson in, like, like, it took me so many years to recognize that if I'm feeling a little bit weird in a situation, it's not necessarily because I'm being weird. Like, it could be the <laughs> yeah. other person. And I spent that whole time just being like, 
wow, I must have done something really wrong because I'm having a bad time. And now I can just be like, whoa, that guy was awful. (laughs) That wasn't on me. (laughs) Also just like, so, so he gave you no indication this was rallies beforehand. He was no. like, I've got this burger spot we got to check out. No, I, why Why wouldn't you say it? Like, <laughs> they're everywhere. You could just be like, I want to go to Checkers or whatever. Yeah. Is it actually called rallies? I've always called it Checkers. I it's, not. Uh, no, no, no. It's, it depends on the region. Okay, yeah. cool, cool. <laughs> we were in college in Ohio and there, there were uh, rallies there. And that was like the late night, like bottom of the barrel option because you could walk up to the window in the drive-thru mm-hmm. and like you were saying you can get just like a shit ton of grease and and meat scraps for like five bucks it's fucking crazy <laughs> meat scraps, yeah but again it's not something that i would be like i go there and i'm like damn this was great like whenever i meet the gal of my dreams i know where i'm taking her yeah i just like again i don't mean to be difficult but i feel like i want to take you to my favorite spot like, Shouldn't, like the it, Venn like, diagram between that sentence and rallies are two separate circles. Like, <laughs> I feel like right. it shouldn't even be a chain. You should have like yeah. enough. You should have ex- you should have explored your immediate surroundings enough to have a spot that's like unique to the place and right. create a Pick memory. Any taco truck, it's just as cheap and it's definitely better. Just oh, point yeah. in a direction. It's gonna be so much walk better. Walk until you find one, and then you can be like, yeah, like. You know, I found found this little place like tucked in, you know, in the city. Yeah, they've got the best tacos. It's true. And the tacos are typically fucking great, so nobody's gonna be like, "I'm not sure if these are the best. These are pretty good." And you'll have a good time, and it's like the same cost. Totally, people love expertise. Just like, yeah, yeah. or just like, tell me, let a girl know that we're going to Checkers. Like, just let me, like, <laughs> like I don't understand why he buried that lead. Like, it felt like a trap, you know? <laughs> yeah, let's set some expectations here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he he like raps the whole night in secrecy, says he's got a surprise for you, but then he winks and it's like it was part of my checkered past. <laughs> Add a little mystery to it. How about that? Damn. Okay. Yeah, I'm saving even, that one. That's good. He did not even have a good pun game. Everything was off. Like Oh man. Yeah. Not good. So how long now you guys been dating? Out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, like unfortunate experience and that that sounds like a very unpleasant date especially if you're getting like personal anxiety over it that sucks but at least in retrospect that is an incredible story oh that is yeah like that is a rare individual who acts in the back hair commercials and takes you to rallies like that dude might be one of a kind and so you know it's it's a unique experience at least yeah he's like a character actor in his own life <laughs> I, f- I often feel like a character actor in my own life <laughs> What's your back here situation? Yeah. Like? I got a potential gig for you. <laughs> it's called No No. <laughs> well, thank you for thank you for steering that uh, that that tale from the from the dating past. But uh, we have questions from the dating present in the question box, and Ooh. we could use your assistance answering them. Aiden, Arthur, are you ready? Yes. I'm ready. Let's fucking Let's do go. It. All, normally we have the question box intro, but this episode we have all question box questions. So the whole thing was the question box all along. But if you're new to the show and uh, you don't know what this is, uh, this is our listener question box. You can shoot anonymous questions to us. Uh, we'll answer them, read them on a show, try to help you out. 
you'd like to do that, you can find the link in our bio, uh, Instagram.com slash Radio Free Tote Bag, or on our website, it's Radio Free Tote Bag co. And uh, as I said, we got a whole bunch in here. Let's start with this one. What's the wildest romantic encounter you've had since lockdown started? Hmm. Oh, wow. A personal question. Um, We're coming in hot. (laughs) um, Honestly, it's this is like wild in the grander sense, but it's not like sexy wild. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I'm in a long distance relationship and my boyfriend's been trapped in Canada uh, for lockdown. I mean, you know, maybe I'm trapped in America actually is the more appropriate way to put yeah. that. But like, you know, but sure. yeah, the border's been closed for seven months and uh, that's, that's that. Like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's yeah. Is he American and was traveling there? Or he's Canadian. No, he's Canadian. And they like sent everyone back, um, which again, like, you know, he's got, he's got the healthcare. It's nice up there. Like, I know it's not yeah. perfect, but uh, it's not. Yeah. So it's all, it's all good. But yeah, that's the, you know, that's, my wild story and it's i'm sorry that it's also kind of depressing <laughs> like I no, mean, that, we're good that we're making it work fucking sucks though yeah yeah well you know yeah because i can't i can't go to canada right now i think he can come here but it's a very complicated quarantine and maybe he can't go back it's you know, yeah that sounds right exactly. yeah something like that I, I started a long distance relationship during this lockdown so I'm familiar with the distance part. We've at least got to see each other a couple times. You know, I can't imagine it being since this started, just being completely disconnected. Well, not totally disconnected. But you know what I mean? You can't see each other in person. That's uh, that's rough. Yeah. But yeah. That that's like my wildest story too. Is that we started dating? You know, I've been yeah. in a relationship for like all the quarantine, so I don't have anything like, you know. That's so cute. Did you meet like on the internet or on like just? Life. We, we we had we were seeing each other casually when I was in Nashville. I was about to move. She was about to move too, and uh, visited each other a couple times because I moved to Portland, and uh, she was moving to L.A. And uh, at the start of it, you know, she was living alone at the time. I was living alone, and I was like, "Do you want to come quarantine with me? It could be better than like rotting alone." But <laughs> ourselves, I heard good she things. was like, "That's true." And uh, it just kind of like worked. I've never like lived with a partner, and it like went went really well. One bedroom apartment, dude. You know? Hell yeah, that's like. So a... we're like, shit. We should probably date. It's not normal for <laughs> things to go this well. <laughs> I love that so much. Yeah, that's adorable. That's like the quarantine rom com that like they're trying to sell right now, and all the execs are like, nobody wants quarantine content, but we love this, and no. it's very romantic. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Well, but you. I want it and I think it's great. Like Yeah. It's 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 a silver lining. I would prefer it not have to be like this, but if it is, it is a nice silver lining. Yeah. Yeah. Oh hell Arthur, yeah. Arthur, you you do any crazy fucking? Uh whew. uh starts with a G, <laughs> ends with a rinder, so Hell yeah. A little bit of that happening how's, uh, in my life. How's core grinder right now. How's what? How's core grinder? Oh, it's, um, yeah, <laughs> it's the fucking saddest place on the internet. If I'm to be perfectly honest with you, it's fucking Are people depressing. Like rabid horny or what? There's a lot of mad horny. I get a lot of fucking loose wang sent my way. Uh, and, uh, you know, some of, some of it's pretty, pl- you're like, oh, well that is an exemplary penis. Thank you for that. 
<laughs> but the the saddest one uh, of late, the guy sends me a picture of his dick. I'm like, okay, great. And then like the next day is like, hey, how are you? <laughs> like he's like <laughs> he like hit me up again. Because I ignored him, right? Like, I was like, uh, better, I better wind it down a yeah, little bit. Yeah, honestly, hey, I kind of respect going? that he's like, you know, he's just checking in. Like, Yeah, just seeing how you're doing. Oh, you're not down for cock? How about a little conversation, though? He's a gentleman and a scholar. Like, That's right. <laughs> yeah, I sort of just, like, seeing around, I, I think it's so funny when people put in, like, their dating app profiles like you know covid free or like tested and i'm like you know you have to do that like more than once right like you could just get it (laughs) it's not like a one and done like you just don't have it yeah yeah don't worry i've got my fuck pass yeah yeah i'm covid free I am. I'm kind of glad I'm missing that right now with uh, with the dating apps, but also that's incredible content. But, uh, you gotta you gotta make sacrifices for love. That's how it goes. Yeah, that's true. And and just the realization of like, I don't know. Like before, it was like okay, like worst case scenario, you know, if if it's like someone that I'm not into, I'm like gonna have to hear about someone's terrible acting career at checkers for like four hours like that's you know that's what i'm losing but now it's like you could die like now i'm like i'm gonna die if i go on a date with someone like i don't or like like do i want to kill this person's mom like no No. (laughs) not particularly yeah the stakes are much higher which is a shame because i do believe that you know uh apocalyptic conditions make everyone really horny i do think there's some fight or flight going on Um, it's true high stakes tinder yeah yeah let your gene pool continue on before the tide of the virus overwhelms you yeah you know who we should give that responsibility to is like a dude holding a fish like (laughs) (laughs) he looks like he could provide for the family yeah jared who loves tame impala and isn't looking for anything serious is really going to save humanity. <laughs> Everything is serious right now. You can't look for something not serious. Like, you can't just like hook up with somebody. You're at least going to have to check in and be like, okay, like no symptoms. We're cool. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, you had to go from like dating to like, let's just live together in what might be the end times. <laughs> like, let's just, yeah. like... There is no in-between. New first date, sign of the lease. All right, Bananas. Arthur, what, what else do we uh, got in this question box? Uh, this question box submission takes us to the paraphilia pantry. Check that out. Got to drop Spooky. that. Got to do my favorite drop. Uh, so uh, this question asker says, uh, I recently realized that I have a glove fetish. I want my partner Ooh. to finger me with latex gloves. Maybe just touch me with other kinds of gloves. I've tried looking online, but everything is femdom related, and I'm a sub female with a male with a dom male partner. Suggestions for how to dip into this shelf of the pantry. Hey, they even use the nomenclature. Yeah, we love you. We love you. Um, Howie Mandel, you put the glove over your head and inflate it like a rooster comb, <laughs> and then go tickle him with your comb. Yeah, tickle him with your glove rooster comb. That's a very good option. I, I yeah. does anybody have experience with this? I don't have personal experience with this, but I, you know, I feel like, like it sounds like it's this person's partner, and 
it sounds like I, I always feel like there is like a flirty open time like in the early like makeout stages like not full foreplay but like the sweet makeout or even like after boning when you're sort of like sex adjacent what I feel yeah. like everyone is really open to suggestion you know in a way that like <laughs> you know and you're not trying to like pressure but you're not like at all obviously but like you know there's something like they might your partner like really is like like really likes you in that moment and wants to hear you and and I, I think right. I mean this to me is such an um like this is something that like yeah like sure it's a kink but it's also not like uh offensive or problematic in any way like i'm like your partner should be down like i think i totally get being nervous which is why i'm like yeah time it right because like sharing something vulnerable scary but also i i don't know like if if someone suggested that to be yeah i'd be like yeah i want to get you off like putting on a glove not that hard i mean unless they have a latex allergy that but i feel like they'd mention that if that was the (laughs) case i feel like again that's one of those like it's life or death. <laughs> right. <laughs> but yeah, this it's not that crazy of a one to just kind of slip into, pun intended. <laughs> like, oh. like putting on a glove. Uh, I like yeah, you know, like your idea of talking uh, post-sex. We've talked about that a bit before because that's like such a vulnerable moment between you and your partner. You've already done the thing. You're just kind of there and you're vulnerable together. And like you said, it's sex adjacent. So I feel like that, that that is a good place to just kind of bring up the ideas. And uh, I think you could just bring this up with him. If you're not sure where to go with this or you've looked online and you haven't found much advice, you know, besides like the PlayStation game Glover, perhaps um, you could just talk about tell your partner you're just kind of into this generally, you know, and maybe he'll be like into it, too, and can kind of figure some of it out. Or you could talk between each other like what you would want out of this if you're comfortable doing that there you i go. think that's an option communication yeah. is king once again i think that's awesome and i think like i don't know i just feel like most people like it's a huge turn on for most people to have their like partners be turned on like i just yes. think that like it's probably gonna make your partner really horny that this gets you horny because it's like, yes. like what a good like we're all just like I just feel like we're all like dogs trying to do the right trick, you know, and trying to just like please in a lot of ways. Like it's just this like, like if someone could just like tell me what they want, you're like, yes, I would like that. You know, like and right. in that moment, I know with the Dom sub relationship, it's a little bit like, you know, like, like maybe like the Dom partner is like usually like quote unquote calling the shots, but actually the purpose of the Dom isn't like, isn't to like, you know, have complete control and get to like make all the decisions. The purpose of the Dom is to like care for the sub in that situation and to like take control in this really like nurturing way. And I think that's part of it. And having like a clear expression of what you want is going to be really useful. Absolutely. It's super important to like Dom sub relationships too, because things can get so intense. You have to be able to have that like line of communication. Otherwise that's just fucking abuse. If it's just one person, Calling yeah. literally everything. The other person's afraid to even, you know, add a, bring up that they might like a little bit of glove. That, that would be uncool. So I, I think just bring it up to him, uh, to the partner here. And if you guys are in a dom-sub relationship, like latex fetishes tend to be pretty adjacent to BDSM stuff. Maybe he has like experience with this or has some ideas. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's um. a great point that it's already pretty... Yeah, to further assuage any anxiety that you have that this would be, like, 
unacceptable somehow to your partner. Um, you say right. to him, uh, "Hey, babe, uh, I'm, I'm into the idea of uh, you wearing a rubber glove and uh, and, and and fingering me." And uh, you kind of glance away, embarrassed, and you look back, and he's already wearing a glove and is <laughs> digging through a bag of like medical supplies. It's like you into some other shit. That's gonna be a scene in the COVID rom com. Yeah, I was just gonna say this is the other idea. <laughs> we feature multiple uh, like relationship stories, like that one movie that I can't remember the name of. Oh, uh, uh, the love one, <laughs> love actually. Is that uh, yeah, nice. Yeah, nice. Good pull. Absolutely. I watched that movie at some point back there in the ether of time. I All cry right, every see. time. Uh, we got, we got some more in here. Plenty Here's more. Here's what we got next. I'm in a happy long-term monogamous relationship, but still have dreams and constantly quote unquote check in, in parentheses, stalk a person I hooked up with three years ago. Is this normal? Will I be pining for this person forever? What do we think? I mean, I, okay. I realize that I'm a huge anomaly and that I, do not stalk people on the internet ever. Like, it's just, I know what will hurt my feelings, and I'm also just a Gemini and um, wildly uncaring about a lot of things. Like, (laughs) I can't, I I won't, I can't, like, even start the slippery slope of fixation. So I recognize that it's not for me, but literally every other person that I know absolutely does this. So I can't, I can't say whether or not it's a good or bad habit, but it's definitely normal. Mm. But... I mean, my opinion on this would be that it's really easy to sort of um, hold a candle for the potential of something, especially after, like, several years. You know, it's not the actual person that you're into. It's a projection of that person. Mm. It's some big rose-colored glasses going on with something from three years ago. Yeah, yeah. I'm also just like, they say they're in a happy long-term monogamous relationship. I'm taking them at their word there. This seems like something that's just kind of bugging them more than something they actively want to like live out. And uh, if that's the case, like I I always just kind of set the personal rule. If I'm after like a long, a long relationship breakup or something to just block them on social media because there, like, there's not really any good that is going to come out of this. You know, if you're happy in your current relationship, this is potentially going to sabotage that. And in addition, every time you just kind of like run through their photos to see what's going up, I feel like that refreshes the feelings a little bit. True. It keeps that going and it makes it harder to stop doing that. Totally. And you don't want to be stuck in that situation. Yeah, it's like just enough of a fix to make you want more. Um, right. But yeah, like, and it's sort of, yeah, like you and that other you and the person that you're lurking kind of never got to the point of feeling like boring or feeling like, or maybe you did. And it's just like, time has made you forget that. Um, I've been there too, (laughs) (laughs) but it's like, you know, uh, yeah, I agree. I, I agree with that. And like, yeah, maybe like, it's okay to like examine your relationship and be like, okay, like, why do I want other things? Do I want other things? Or is it only like this one person? That would be my question is, is it just this one person? Or are there other instances of like, you know, I feel like 
you know, I'm attached to other people or I, I like, I want something different and I'm certainly not mm-hmm. going to project that onto their relationship. Um, because again, sounds lit and happy and we trust people with the information that they <laughs> give us. But like, um, yeah, but I also think that's really normal to like ask yourself. Like, I feel like, like long relationships aren't like, it's not like, you know, it's like the COVID test thing where it's like, oh, well, I got tested named negative, so I'm negative forever, you know? And you're like, yeah, like, you're happy. <laughs> and it's also nice to, like, check in and, like, recalibrate. And, like, you know, it shouldn't be constant conflict, but it's also okay to be like, oh, hey, checking in. Do I want to be in this? Yeah, I do. Awesome. Keep, let's keep going. Like. Mm-hmm. I feel that. I don't, I, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think... Like, it's only a problem to the degree that which it's bothering you. If this is just mm-hmm. something that's happening, but you really don't have the intention to, like, go try to get back together with this person. Like, having just kind of, I mean, it's like an intrusive thought or like an intrusive emotional impulse. And so, I mean, like, of course, that's normal. Everybody kind of gets those. It's just, again, if it's something that's bothering you, you just kind of want to wind down that behavior and not engage with it as much as possible. And, uh... I think just as long as you can do that, eventually it'll go away. But it like it's okay for that feeling to be there. It doesn't mean like you're betraying your current partner or something like that. As long as you're not, you know, trying to to push this situation with past person further. Totally, yeah. I think that's great advice. Yeah. So I don't even know that we're giving advice so much as just validating. <laughs> like, yeah. But I do agree with yeah. the advice of like if it feels not good to you, which it sounds like it doesn't, because you're compelled to ask us about this block them just let it you will feel so good you can even do a test block them for two weeks and if you actually feel worse unblock them it's not forever yeah Mm. Mm -hmm. that's that's a very good option just to stop yourself from from engaging with it a bit arthur you ever been a piner uh big piner i'm like uh i'm like fucking chris pine over here (laughs) uh yeah there's there are are partners that I've had in my past that if they were to uh, come up out of the blue and just say, Arthur, it's time for us to <laughs> to get it back on. I would just throw away months and months <laughs> of like self discovery and reflection and just go immediately back into the horrifyingly toxic patterns that uh, drove us to. <laughs> Uh, remove all contact from each other in the first place. Uh, this is because I am uh, weak-willed and stupid. <laughs> no, because there's there's upsides to it. You know, like there are good moments in those toxic relationships, and like we've been saying, and especially if time goes by, it's really easy just to focus on the those good things. So that if somebody did come up, you know, I there is justifiable reason to do it. Like emotionally, you know, I'm sure the feelings are there. It's more just being like doing the other thing you did of, uh, well, this would undo a lot of progress. This was hell in the past. It's going to be the same deal. Just keep trying to push yourself away from it as actively as possible. Yep. That's what you got to do. And if if somebody hits up your co-host and says, uh, hey, I just want to apologize. You got to tell them, don't don't do it. Y'all... We'll peek behind the curtain. <laughs> Have y'all noticed um, in quarantine at all an uptick uh, of of exes contacting you? I certainly have. I don't mean to derail our advice too much, but that's just an interesting phenomenon that I have noticed. 
Yes. Yeah. I, no, I am. I am actively repellent in a relationship, and so nobody <laughs> wants to come back. <laughs> you know what? Though? That's smart. You're like pre-blocking them. You're like that's right. That's right. Eliminating all <laughs> possibilities of a of a reunion. Oh my god! Wait, what's your sign? Virgo. Virgo. Oh, okay. Interesting. Interesting. Earth sign burning bridges. We love to see it. Honestly, mm-hmm. smart. <laughs> Good planning. <laughs> <laughs> My girlfriend is going to very much appreciate that line. Because still, I'm still trying to... F- I liked the line, even though I'm not 100% sure how it all, how it all works. How it all comes so together. somebody who does, they're going to really appreciate that. I hope she gets it. I was thinking of, yeah, like, on, on the... To go all the way back to, like, content creation and how to actually make money as a content creator, part of me wants to start, like, an OnlyFans that's, like cute pictures but also like like the occasional lewd but also like very rudimentary astrology lessons so that dudes can like subscribe (laughs) and pay for like a sexy pick but also just like to know like what it means where like what your mercury is so that they can like go on and impress other girls with that information (laughs) i just feel like that would be an important exchange of goods like that's a lot of value for your buck yeah dudes and knowledge right uh, may there I share? Go. May I share a brief astrology-based aside? Yes, absolutely. Sure. Please. Uh, I was at work at the unnamed retail establishment. There's this little girl who works there. Uh, she's she's the cleaning liaison. I actually mentioned her on the previous episode. Uh, and she like takes off her headphones and looks right at me. She says, "Can I tell you something real quick?" I go, "What is it?" And she says, "Um, there's going to be a full moon tonight." And the moon is in Pisces, so if you experience any really intense emotions, just know that it's going to be okay. Oh my god. Oh, I love her. Like, Holy shit, thank you. <laughs> That's so nice. Wow. That was ex- extremely pure. This is like yeah, a child? Was, was, yeah. Yeah, oh my god, she's she rules. I'm oh so god. glad to live with her. I love that <laughs> so out. much. Wow, what a, what a beautiful future. If we all make it out of this, I'm so excited for the next generation to just grow up knowing astrology. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. yeah. Well, what, what else we got in the box here? Let's see. Uh, broke up with somebody in February while they were abroad. Wanted to restart the relationship when she got back, but she did not. Because nothing has felt real since then. It feels like I'm going through the emotions of a breakup right now. Having a lot of difficulty getting through it. How do you get over somebody when nothing still feels real? Oh, this is such a tough one because you kind of can't do the like go out and party and like yeah. get over her. Like that's not yeah. feasible and all and we're all like stuck and we already have like low level panic all the time. So I think um I just want to validate that that's really hard. You know, like yeah. I, I think a lot of people are are struggling with quarantine breakups and that doesn't make it you know not to be like oh everyone's doing this like i don't want to invalidate that i think it's just like huge and very real and i'm sorry that you're going through that um question asker yeah Yeah, because breakups are tough enough to begin with and then you just have like all of this fucking machinery basically of things closing down for the pandemic and that interrupting relationships is like so much something you can't even influence. It feels like 
And so I feel like I imagine that's just double fucking powerless where you, you can't, you can't kind of go do things on your own. Like you're saying, uh, to, to get over this, but also it's like, even the mechanisms kind of fucking things up right now. Like there's no understanding to be gained. And I feel like that, uh, that makes it feel, you know, feel unreal. Like this person's describing. Totally. So basically you, you got an emotion bomb going off and that's fucking hard and it's going to be hard. Yeah. But it, like it's also okay. <laughs> like, Aiden, like you're saying, all of this makes total sense. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's just like, oh, sorry, you go. <laughs> it's got to be hobbies. Got to be uh, engaging with uh, something that is not uh, the the situation at hand. A uh, little plug for Larian Studios. Baldur's Gate 3 just came out for early access. That's 25 hours go. of content. Go play that. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Tell me more. Uh, Baldur's this Gate isn't 3. This is sponsored, by the way. <laughs> yeah, not, no SpawnCon here, uh, but it's uh, the developers of uh, the seminal uh, CRPG uh, <laughs> Divinity Original Sin 2 have created the sequel to the seminal RPG uh, Baldur's Gate 2. So it's sort of like the best RPG of the modern era. Those developers are making a sequel to the best RPG of a past era, and... Uh, uh, hopes are very high for this game, and so far it's paying off. Hell yeah, Hell yeah. that's seminal as fuck. I'm yeah, sorry it's to a lot go of semen. Full, <laughs> full dumb bitch, but I just RPG is role player game. It's a computer yes game. Cool, thank you. Yeah. It's, it's a genre. It's a genre for uh, big old nerds. Hell yep. yeah, got them. Pushes up glasses. <laughs> it's funny because I too, I was just gonna go the opposite of big old nerd direction, where I was like, yeah, like also just reading like a really like fucking thick ass fantasy book is gonna make you oh, feel yeah. so good. Like get into some like I don't know, like some non problematic fantasy and have a time or like a deep like. My weird thing is I fucking love. Those, like, airport paperback trashy novels about, like, murder where, like, a young woman has to figure out what happened to her sister. Like, I love those. And, I like, when I'm, like, really depressed or trying to get, like, they just get you out of your head in such a, like, non-thinking way. And it's, like, I mean, this is, like, shameful. This is deep de- vulnerability right now is that I like bad books. But, like, <laughs> but it, it's, like, really anything too highbrow and you're just going to get stuck and it's not going to feel good. So I don't recommend that. Like, Great British Bake Off, fantastic. Oh, my like, God, yes. Oh, my God. I don't know if you all saw the new, the newest, the first episode of the newest season, but they all make um, horrific cakes that are supposed to look like celebrities um yeah the david bowie one is in my nightmares <laughs> yeah for the yeah. rest of time <laughs> i think a lot about tom delonge cake so like, <laughs> anything, anything like that just something lighthearted, like show or, or game or book or what have you I, I or project just something to put time into that has nothing to do with this you know and is more focused on yourself Start. I, I think that's going to be the biggest move. Start a podcast. Come on our yeah. podcast. Fuck it. Also, yeah. it's like, I, you know, I think everyone should certainly, like, I don't know where this person lives. I don't know what their, like, you know, space situation is like. But, like, if it's possible to have a friend come to, like, your backyard or, like, come, like, sit on your stoop or, like, go go to, like, a park or somewhere where it's, like, safe to have, like, a distance hang, like... Physically being around people, especially after this long, can also be like really healing and nice. And it does suck that your friends can't like hug you, but 
Right. It's something. But it's something. Yeah. Yeah. Just just getting some, uh, you know, like more positive friendships in there and putting energy into those relationships <laughs> as opposed to this one that just seems unfeasible right now. I, I love that this person is like, nothing feels real. And we're like, engage in, with fantasy. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> let's lean in. Lean into how nothing feels real. <laughs> but for real to like an extent, though, I was, I was reading that big old thick book at the beginning of this for like similar reason I just kind of trying to get out of reality for a little bit and I was finding that like if I started my day by reading for half an hour I was like way less depressed and out of it like for the rest of the day it kind of like got me out of the sinking feeling you know just doing that for a bit so I, I, I again I think like regardless if it's high literature or just some dumb shit doesn't really matter Anything that can take you out for a little bit, give you a little period of normalcy, I, I think that stops the depression from piling up so hard. Totally, totally. And just being, you know, like being off your screen for a little bit is going to be good. Yeah. Like, I, there's probably a lot of stuff that, you know, reminds you of your ex, just like ephemera on the internet, mutual friends posting, stuff like that. And also just like, you know, I mean, I am personally like addicted to lurking twitter but i also know that that's actively horrible for my mental health yep. so like, mm-hmm. like that kind of you know again just like making sure that you don't get yourself in like an anxiety spiral because it's like anxiety is one of those feelings of those like feelings that just like wants to cling to like a fact around you to justify itself like you're going to be feeling anxiety feelings in your body just because human chemistry and where we are and you're going to want to justify that. So it's going to be like, hmm, what can I like, what can I cling to? Oh, this past relationship. Let's just ruminate on that for a while to amplify these oh, feelings yeah. of anxiety. And if we can like separate those and just like, I mean, listen, I'm, I would say mindfulness, but I can't meditate. Like once a week, my therapist is like, how do you feel about <laughs> mindfulness? And we'll be like, we've, we've gone over this. Like I, I love it so much abstractly and I I cannot sit still for that long. Like my little ADHD brain will not let me do that, but um, maybe it's going to work for you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's, it's something that's, that's worth a try. Yeah. (laughs) uh, Some some people people work for some people to just be like, what the fuck am I doing? I've had, I've had decent experience with that. And it's a similar thing. It just kind of taking you out of whatever the thought spiral is. So yeah. We, I mean, we wish you good luck with that. That is just a city situation all around. Um, but on the upside, nothing feels real, not because of everything that's happening. Nothing feels real because nothing is real. <laughs> it's all a hallucination. Don't worry too much about it. Do something fucking crazy. Go back and watch all of Jersey Shore. Start dressing and talking like a Guido in the year of our Lord 2020. Go on a fucking crazy rampage and that'll feel a lot better than uh, the old rumination game. Yeah, I think it'll be great. Oh, I also do want to plug mutual aid and like any sort of like community oriented service that you can do. Like if you want to start, you know, if you want to like see what your local like community fridge is up to or your garden or your like tenants rights association, I think just like feeling useful in in this end of the world way and like it's gonna give you so much value and self-esteem um Dude, fuck yeah and and just like yeah and i mean obviously you're helping other people which is dope but even from just a like 
you know, getting your head straight way. Like it, nothing helps me sleep at night more than just being like, okay, like I didn't like, you know, I did like one concrete thing to make the world a little bit less shitty, you know? It's something direct you can, you can point to. Yeah. Hell yeah. Direct action. Big fan. So yeah, I highly recommend that. Fuck yes. Arthur, you got anything else for this person? Uh, no, I think we're good here. Um, do you want to speed round the rest of these? Cause we got a, just a few more little stubs and maybe one more that yeah. I think we a- can answer Aiden, pretty quick. How here. are you doing on time? Oh, I feel great. I'm very chatty. So you're also Hell welcome yeah. if you need to bring in like, <laughs> you know, um, like a small sound to alert me that it's time to wrap up the question. Like, <laughs> <laughs> No, it's, it's all good. We, we just don't want to, you know, if you had a hard stop or something, be sometimes we go long on these cause. It's just fun. Yeah, yeah we I mean, want to be respectful again, of your time. <laughs> thank you. Um, nothing is real. That last last uh, questioner was right. So no, I'm just chilling in my house. Like hell yeah, me too. Yeah. Uh, All right. Let's see. Yeah. How about this one? Wait, did I read the last one? I think you read the last one. Okay. Okay. Well, we'll do a low key speed round. Uh, one of these, I think, is still a longer question. Let's burn through some of the quick ones. Y'all ever been to self r self fuck? Yeah. The subreddit r slash self fuck. Uh, yeah. No. Aiden, are you are you familiar? No, I'm not. Do you want to see some horribly graphic content? Uh, no. <laughs> if i may what? describe uh the general yes. uh content available on our self fuck it is uh amab people uh putting their penises into their own butts whoa was that a question in their own of, butts sometimes did one of my followers send that if you followed me if you're gonna sip me you have to be wholesome about it that's all i gotta <laughs> say about that like <laughs> now this this was i think this was 10 3 i think this is one of our fucking weirdos <laughs> One of our deranged homies. That's yeah. good. Okay, so you don't have any guidelines for who simps you. No, no. We, cool. we take all comers. Hell yeah. Um, uh, oh, yeah. Fun fact, it's, it's... I used to be oh, able right. to do that. Whoa, really? Oh. Yeah. Huh. yeah. Was it cool? It was, it feels like, you know, uh, the old adage, like, I bet sucking your own dick feels more like sucking a dick than having your dick sucked. Yeah. Uh, have, Some, putting your putting your own penis in your own butt is feels a lot more like having a penis in your butt than having your penis in a butt. <laughs> <laughs> they all look like just kind of mangled and swollen sometimes too. Like this doesn't look like an easy thing to do. Nope, it's not easy. Like these dicks are stretched to their limits trying to get into the own butthole. So, does so it- I, I like I do appreciate the gumption of these people, but uh, it's not for me. Yeah, it's it not worth it. Good. Because, I mean, you'd have to, like, stay hard for it to really work, right? You like, have to basically... achieve what I call a soft power erection. Cool. Uh, cool. Where you're somewhat engorged enough so that when you when you do the twist, when you get it spun around, that the, uh, the blood trapped in the glands achieves something of an erection. Oh, my God. You like... twist your dick. I didn't even <laughs> think about the mechanics of that. Yeah, you got to twist it around. You got to move yeah. your balls to one side. You got to twist it around and under. And you gotta push up. That sounds like a great way to get a testicular torsion. Sure. I'm curious if on self fuck anybody's posting like, oh god, I fucked up, dude. <laughs> so this is, is not right. Is, like, Decorous flew too close to the sun. Like, is the drive <laughs> behind 
behind this like horniness or is the drive behind this more of just like like dudes doing gross Check shit this out. yeah like for it's me more for me like, it was accomplishment yeah. it was like yeah i fucking did it <laughs> yeah i mean i mean people on the subreddit are successfully coming into their own asses yes so i think they're getting something out of it okay. but like i said it just lo- it looks stretchy and painful yeah Stretchy and painful, man. Yeah, it's it's. But uh, I don't know. It's people, some people like you know get the feeling of like getting a load inside of them. Maybe mm, that's what mm-hmm. they're after. Maybe that's the drive and coming in the process too. Again, it just it sounds dangerous. Yeah, yeah. Don't can't, don't do that one. Can't recommend it. <laughs> All right, what else? What else we got? Uh, here's one that I'm going to read uh, as uh, Overwatch character Diva. Oh. Winky face, because that's all it is. It's just a winky face emoji. Oh, all right. Thank then. you. That's cute. Thanks. I'll wink right back at you. Nice. We also have two requests for content. I am recently converted Jersey Shore aficionado slash super fan. Dono, please watch and make Patreon episodes about it, or else. <laughs> and I, or else. I'm talking. I'm talking to Mark about doing this. Very good. And. uh I think they're going to be running the show mostly, but I'll I'll, I'll come on frequently. That sounds um, good. But we shall see. Uh, this who I assume is also the same person says I am also a Frasier aficionado. Arthur, please make Frasier content. There we go. We need to realize the uh, the plushie. <laughs> what was that character? He, he was. It was Norm. He was in. It's from the Cheers verse. Frasier is a Cheers character. Oh, I didn't mixed him up. Shit. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's uh, Frasier's a spinoff, and uh, it's an incredibly horny television program. And maybe I will fucking do like a solo episode recap review show where it's just me yelling about Frasier for half an hour. <laughs> Honestly, it's already a quarter what this show is. Yeah, I listen. That's great. I have opinions <laughs> about that. Yeah. Like... <laughs> well, TB TBA on those things, but but keep an eye out. Because yep. we are we are looking at doing uh, other like side shows. All right, I think this is the last one, yeah. And this is a proper question. Uh okay. So I am in love with this guy, my first love. We are both nineteen. I go to college in London. He goes to college in Boston. I would marry him. I know it sounds crazy. Is it insane that in three years, when we are done with school? I want to reunite with him. It is the real deal, I think. Uh, what do Don- we think? Donovan is uh, on record as being anti-young marriage. Yes. Um, and I think I can say the same. I don't think it's like crazy that you want to reunite with him after college. I think that if you have like a long-term relationship and you guys finally get it together to be in the same place, you can really give it a shot and see what's going on. <clears throat> but don't go in with too many expectations. Like, don't be like, we're going, we're going to get married. We are moving to the same place to get married. Right. Yeah. I, I guess I have more of a question, which I realize can't be answered. Necessarily. I'll just answer so it. Shouting this into the <laughs> void. Like, but so the, the letter writer says that they're in love with this person, with this guy, but it, they don't say whether they're in a relationship with him currently. Um, or yeah, whether they ever were in a relationship. Um, right. So I, I just want to like, because I feel like that would be sort of it. But either way, yeah, like, I mean, definitely I, I wouldn't 
get married at 19, but I also think that it's okay to, like, have conviction about things at 19. I think it's patronizing to assume that, like, you're not going to have, like, strong feelings. Um, right. But, yeah, like, but I agree with with this idea that, like, making, like, yeah, like, you can want that in three years. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, yeah, like you said, I wouldn't sacrifice other life things for it. And, like, I just, I have more questions than answers because I'm also like, well, how often are you in contact? <laughs> Does this person know that? What are their, like, you know, there's... How do they feel about you? Yeah, that's important. I'm kind of assuming they had something before college. Like maybe they had a high school thing and they went to different colleges. They were like, we can't do this long distance, but there's still feelings there. Yeah. This is is just kind of the assumption I'm making. I would assume Um, that too, or that they talk at least semi-regularly. Right. If you're not in contact at all, I would maybe encourage you to go the block route, but it sounds like you are sometimes and 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 it's okay to like kind of you know keep in touch and like keep that you know interpersonal relationship going you know because over three years if you do want to see each other in the future you you know you kind of do got to keep in touch um or i think that's that's probably more ideal i think the problem though that i would be looking out for here is that I think for a lot of people, myself included, first relationships and especially first loves can be so fucking intense and overwhelming in a way that can't be reproduced or often won't like in a later relationship. There's just all this newness to the feelings, you know, and it can be really, really intense and it can make you think like, well, nothing's ever going to compare to this. Uh, But like the intensity of those feelings aren't necessarily a, a, a good thing there. And it's also not necessarily like that means they are the be all end all. And so I think it's okay to kind of like back burner this and keep in touch. Maybe if you're in the same place, you get together. I think like committing to that too much is going to impact any dating that you might do in the meantime, or just like meeting people. You know what I mean? Like I I, I wouldn't want to, we wouldn't want you to like throw away kind of your college experience here to a degree for like this long distance person. Yeah. It's like a past thing. Do you know what I'm saying? I think that's really fair. And also that it's not, I think it's important to remember that like you can date other people or like hook up with other people and you're not going to be betraying this person. Like unless you've like explicitly talked to him and had a conversation where you're like, Hey, we're, you know, now we're long distance monogamous, which is also valid. But if you haven't, you know, like it sounds like that's not the case. And so you're not, losing anything by exploring other options like you're not you know there's no like report card where it's like you see each other in four years and they're like "Mm, i don't know you made out with that dj like we're not (laughs) the wedding's off yeah (laughs) as a former dj i can't recommend making out with djs (laughs) yeah honestly across the board like that's if, if if everyone here leaves with no better advice it's like (laughs) <laughs> no, no dj makeouts. don't make out with djs and also i mean i get that though because also the long distance thing or like the the potential for the future like as long as it's not interfering with your life like there's something so nice about having an abstract crush like i love a sort of unattainable crush because i think that it makes me like work harder i think that it makes me like it's just like sort of a buoyant thing throughout the day that you can like return to that feels good. And I think that's like really normal and like totally fine. So yeah, like I feel like your feelings are fine. It's just how you're choosing 
um, to act on them. And that's kind of, you know, up to you. And my advice would just be sort of like, yeah, you can want that and also live your life. Right. Make out with some people if you want to do your thing. I think just going that route and living your life and seeing what happens and hopefully you get together, but just seeing what happens is going to be more likely for that to happen. Cause alternatively, I feel like you're just going to put so much pressure on this whole thing. If you're like, are you with anybody? Okay. Like I'm going to stay not being with anybody, you know, for three years. So that we end up together at the end. Like that's when it's going to start getting fucked up and that won't work out. So just live your life. Keep in touch with this person, you know, but don't, uh, don't, as they say in love Island, don't put all your eggs in one basket. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Hope this guy's a real geezer. (laughs) (laughs) Hell yeah. We got another member of the fandom here. Oh, yeah. I don't know what that word means, but I I love it, and I think it's positive. But that's the thing, too. Or geez. Three years from now, this guy could suck. This guy could be a DJ in three years. We don't know. (laughs) It happens fast. It comes at you fast. One day you Google, like, how did Daft Punk make all that music, and then suddenly you're fucking... Spent all your money on fucking equipment and tunes and you're just like going out to parties and getting fed drinks and shit. And then suddenly it's five years later and you're living in somebody's basement and you're high as shit. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds fun. I mean, listen, again, I don't know. My 20s were pretty cool. Yeah, I was going to be like, I mean, if you're doing that at 24, like that's kind of lit. Like that's a really good time to do it. Like maybe everyone's living their truth in the scenario in which he's a basement dwelling DJ um, and and there the other person's deciding how they feel about that but like <laughs> you know um hey, hey hey folks what's up we've arrived at the end of the program oh my god we did it we did it big round of applause for everybody big applause for aiden yeah this is a headstand ovation i'm standing on my head while applauding wow god. i can't see my you so i have to experience. trust you thank you just take my word yeah. for it. I'm pretty talented. Uh, uh, yeah, let's thanks see. so much for having me. Hell yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to let everyone know their intro song is a song hanging on by the band Nowhere. You can find their music at nowheremusic.bandcamp.com. And our outro song is a song Stephanie by the Hey Fellows. You can find them at Instagram.com slash the Hey Fellows or on Spotify. Just look up those uh, three words. And uh, Aiden, do you got anything to plug? Uh, yeah, you can find me on Instagram at, at Aiden Arata, uh, A-I-D-E-N-A-R-A-T-A. And that's, that's probably it. Everything else that I do is also on there. <laughs> Hell nice. yeah. It's good One to have a hub. Shop. Yeah. Yeah. We'll put the, uh, we'll put the link to that in the description too, for folks with bad memories for letters. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is fun. I had a good fucking time. Hope everybody else did too. Yeah, same. I, I hope we helped people. I blacked out that entire, uh, as I often do when, when speaking. So, <laughs> same. I feel Absolute that. same. I hope it was uh, useful. Uh, just one more quick hit before we get out of here. Uh, you have a post from uh, 2017. Uh, Friendship ended with Morena. Now Nuvering <laughs> is my best friend. <laughs> It's good shit, folks. If you don't follow oh. Aiden, go do it. Hell yeah, yeah. Go do it right now. Uh, I'm going to get right up on this microphone. I'm going to lean in real close. And I'm gonna go, uh, I love you. Thanks. Bye. Mwah. <laughs>